Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. It's 104 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you on Oilers Now, which is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Hugh Porter was fired up Saturday night. Digitex, don't spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is digitex.ca. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Now, you can reach us. We are going to open up our phone lines. I'm going to get your thoughts here momentarily on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. Again, River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. We've got more texts coming in on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, the same number, 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, floors, strong enough for every mini sticks tournament. Follow us on Twitter, at Oilers Now. I'm available, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan is Brendan S. Scott. You already know that cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Make sure you go down and see Uncle Milt, Johnny Rich, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford. They are an eight-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. They're blown out. They're 2019 F-150s. We're talking up to 20,000 off select models. Give Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin a call. 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. As we head into, oh, yes, we do. Let's get after it. NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, building tailored branded programs where your order is done on time, every time. Elite Promotional Marketing, he's multitasking right now. Again, we will open up the phone lines in about two minutes' time. But uh, for NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, here's Brennan Escott. Thanks, Bob. Three games tonight across the NHL. Toronto home to Florida in a big one. The Rangers are entertaining Dallas, and Detroit welcomes in Philly. Leon Dreisaitl named the first star of the week second star of the month of January as his production on that new second line continues. He had 17 points and nine January games. Leads the NHL with 83 overall. Blackhawks claiming 26-year-old rear guard Nick Sealer off waivers from Minnesota. They're taking on his $725,000 cap hit. That will run through 2021. The Islanders, meanwhile, recalling Brian's kid, Kiefer Bellows from Binghamton. Uh, Gritty cleared of assault allegations that stemmed from an incident with a young 
young fan and his father at a photo shoot back in December. Neither the Flyers organization nor the Philadelphia police could find anything to press charges on. Bakersfield Condors losing both weekend games, one at home to Ontario, the other 4-1 on the road in Stockton. They could rebound this Wednesday when Tucson rolls into town. The Oil Kings took down the Winnipeg Ice 4-1 at home on Friday nights, getting multi-point efforts from Riley Sawchuk, Dylan Gunther, Matthew Robertson, and Jake Neighbors. They're now off until th- uh, Friday when Red Deer comes to Rogers Place. And the U of A Golden Bears outscored Regina 12-4 this weekend, winning 6-1 and then 6-3 on the road. The regular season wraps up with the Manitoba Bisons in town this weekend. At 21-5, Bob, they lead the Canada West by virtue of a tiebreaker over Saskatchewan. Bears dropping to number four in the rankings. Uh, outshot Regina 43-10 on Friday, 1-6-3. Matt Berlin, the former Shore Park Crusaders goaltender, giving up three on ten shots. Bears outshot Regina 41-13 Saturday and route to the 6-1 victory. Alberta's played 26 regular season games this year. They haven't given up 30 shots in any of those games. 30 or more shots. Every game they've been below 30 shots against and uh, they've had 40 plus shots on goal in 13 of the 26 games. They need a stop. They can win a national championship. No question about that. Edmonton Oil Kings, that game Saturday night obviously. Friday night we had Edmonton and St. Louis. Saturday night, Rogers Place. uh, The Oil Kings... uh, winning 4-1 over the Winnipeg Ice. Dylan Gunther, 16-year-old, is up to 43 points in 45 games. This guy is going to be a top-10 pick. Two more picks for Jake Neighbors, who I think had a, uh, you know, a very... Did get on the radar with his performance at the at the Holinka Gretzky over in the Czech Republic this summer. I had a slow offensive start, but he's really picked it up. And I've talked to some scouts around the uh, NHL, some amateur scouts, and they're thinking that he's going to climb into uh, somewhere between 20 to 30 in the first round of the NHL draft. Uh, that was... NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village, steak and seafood cooked right at your table, Edmonton South, Downtown, Northside, Sherwood Park, and now open in West Edmonton Mall. Brendan, let's do it. Let's open up the uh, phone lines at 780-496-0063. That number again, 780-496-0063. And we can also uh, get to some text on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. And we'll start with uh, Trevor from Peace River texting the show. He says, Bob, I was born in 1985, so I missed the 80s Battle of Alberta. But the game on Saturday night must have been what it was like. I think that uh, that was the best game I've ever seen. So much going on. The stick flip by Riddick the other night was so disrespectful. Two goals in the first two shots and having him run out of Lynette was great to see. That's karma. I love the fist of cups, too. It'll bring the team... Uh, together and uh, Trevor adds in conclusion playoffs here we come uh, this one from Trekker Brad he says Bob some advice never bring a turtle to a bear fight well I mean Kachuk fought him uh, by the way there were some reports out there that Kachuk grabbed uh, bear's hair I don't believe that was the case 
but I'm not 100% sure. But I don't believe that's the case. Uh, Haji has texted the show to say, Bob, the emotion shown Saturday night is all we as fans could have asked for since 2006. I've been happy if the score was reversed, but the physicality remained far too often. We've witnessed teams turning the other cheek when the games turn physical and emotional. What I saw Saturday night was the team supporting each other, which will galvanize this team moving forward. Thank you to the motivators, Kachuk and Riddick. Well, we got a couple people waiting on the phone lines here. If you want to open it up, we can go Let's to... Let's get going. Uh, How many, where do we want to start, Brennan? We're going to start with Fred. Point. Fred wants to go a little bit old school with the Battle of... Fred, you there? Hello, Fred. How's it going, Bob? I'm pretty good. How are you? Fantastic. I absolutely loved that hockey game Saturday night. Now, Bob, I don't know if you recall this, but uh, I do got this Oiler DVD, two and a half hours of Oiler fights from 84 to 98. I'm trying to figure out, before one of the games in Calgary, all the sticks and gloves were on the ice before the referees even came out. Do you recall that at all? No. No, I don't remember... I don't remember that happening. Are you sure they didn't come back from a commercial break? Uh, no, it was before the referees that, were even on the ice. So Really? Okay. I, I mean, I remember Mark Messier. I remember seeing Gary Rock. Well, Gary Roberts was in the building working with Connor McDavid the other day. And I remember in the 87-88 season, Messier, and the game was probably around February or March. Messier went down to Calgary and fought Gary Roberts twice in the first game. And Chris Cuthbert was doing the play-by-play. And he said, there's people that believe if Mark Messier was focused on fighting full-time, he'd be the best fighter in the NHL. I mean, one thing about Mark is he hit you a couple times before sometimes you knew what was going on because he could hurt you like he had hands of stone. He could open you up. But uh, they definitely had a brawl with Calgary 85-86 at the end of the regular season. I think that was the one where Semenko got uh, Conroy uh, because – and then, of course, they had the, the line brawl in the 86 playoffs in game six in Calgary when Edmonton had the lead 7-4. And that's when Sammy uh, landed some real bombs on Tim Hunter and opened him up pretty good, had him leaking all over the ice. And then the Flames had Fatio and the Oilers had McSorley, and they were jostling for position. And then the brawl of 91 in Edmonton in game, I think it was game four. Uh, and that was one where Dave Brown started the lawnmower. Uh, that was Darren Detition's line, who I later, you know, I was working with at that time, and he started the lawnmower on uh, Jim Kite because Kite was trying to punch you him from the why. back. But I do... I'll tell you, Bob, I was at the game in the saddle the night before, and I think Kite and Brownie fought. And they were saying that uh, Kite won, and Brownie just said, there's a rematch no, no, tomorrow. No no no, 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 that was, you're mixing Stu Grimson up with Jim Kite. Uh, Stu Grimson okay. had been, yeah, because the Oilers, I don't think, I don't think they fought, I don't think Kite and Brown fought before in that series in 91. Um I, I could be wrong, but I, I don't this think for some... You know what, I'll tell No, no, this was playoffs. This was playoffs. Okay. The Kite Brown fight that I'm referring to was in the it was in the Oilers-Flames playoff series in 91, the, the meeting between the two Stanley Cup champs. Hey, Fred, I got to run. Thanks for the call, man, okay? Take care, buddy. You bet. Where do we want to go next, Brendan? We're going to go to Bob in Sherwood Park. Bob, you got a great name, and you're on Oilers now. <laughs> You have a great name too, Bob. Hey, Bob, I just want to bring out a little something. You're going back again. 
I think you would agree. You understand sports so well, the psychological part of it. And a lot of times when a team hits success, there's a turning point. I, when I was watching that game, I thought of a turning point for the Oilers to kick it up another notch. And I go back to 84, and of course I'm seven years old, and I go back to 84 when the Oilers lost 4-5 straight, and they lost to the Hartford Whalers 11-0. And yep. they were playing average hockey by then. Well, they kicked it up there. They were so embarrassed. They kicked it up and went on to win the Cup that year. I think this could be a turning point for the Oilers this last week. St. Louis, two Calgary games. What's your, what's your thoughts? Well, if you recall in 84, they didn't have Wayne Gretzky. He was injured. He had, I believe he had a shoulder injury because he only played 74 yep. games that season. They play, It was an afternoon game. They were always abysmal. They'd go on those five games in seven days, and they'd have to play a couple afternoon games. And the Oilers have a trip like that coming up that has me a little concerned, uh, where they go Tampa Bay, who's obviously a very talented team, and then they go Carolina, Florida. I think it's Tampa Bay, then Florida and Carolina back-to-back, 2 o'clock Eastern starts. Those are noon Edmonton time. But I digress. I do remember that run, uh, you know, the the tough stretch, the 11 nothing loss. Uh, I remember listening to Rod, who I later had the privilege of working with, you know, and, and you know, he's pretty, you can feel the emotional uh, letdown of, of a game like that. But they got Gretzky back, and they committed during the 83-84 season to play in Mark Messi at center. And that, to me... The players, you know, you talk to those guys from that era, and they think that it's a big part of it. I, I, I'm with you. Uh, you know, I do think there's certain cues you can pick up on. For me, the 1991 with L.A. was important because they needed to cut the cord with Gretzky. And they just, they had enough, and they threw down with the Kings. And sometimes it doesn't even matter if you win or lose the regular season game. You just have to get an emotional investment from all your players. So, For sure. Uh, For sure. It, you know, and, 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 you know, and it's... You know, I, I think most of the fans listening to the show right now, uh, you know, a lot of guys really know hockey and know the game. I think they know that they can see that this team's starting to get going here, that clearly Tippett's done a good job of building the team. And even the analytics guys, that they'd be, it'd be difficult not to acknowledge that, you know, they're getting pretty good productivity throughout the lineup. And this isn't a, this isn't a hot goalie run. Or you know Connor McDavid or Leon Drysaddle playing out of this world. They're like they're getting consistent performance throughout their lineup, and so you know they, they have a chance to make some noise here. And that's you know now I mean at this stage of the game I'd be surprised. Put it this way, I'd be surprised if they didn't make the playoffs. But I I think we're seeing some growth and maturation with this group, and uh, and we're seeing some gamesmanship. And we saw that gamesmanship on Cal- in Calgary on Saturday night. And I love that stuff. Like, I love what Gagne did to Giordano. I thought yeah, that was awesome. You know, like, Kachuk sitting there pounding him with the cheese board in the back of the, in the, back of the <laughs> head. And Gagne turns around and he peels Giordano out of the mix and gets some shots in on him. And, you know, they've, you know, there's a guy, Gagne's desperate to stay in the league and he's doing what's necessary. He's getting out of his comfort zone. So I appreciate the context of what you're saying. You wanted to add yeah. another comment, Bob? One quick comment. How blessed are we in Edmonton? Rod Phillips followed up by Jack Michaels. Isn't that something? Hey, Two great announcers. That's what happens, eh? When the team wins, they love the broadcaster more. <laughs> he's got a, <laughs> hey, he's a got big pipes. I don't have to say much. He's he's got big pipes, and he was uh, he was feeling it on Saturday. Night. That was an incredible call, an incredible like sequence. Thanks, like Bob. When, I like to know what he's like at home when things are hot. <laughs> Talk to you later. 
All right. See you later. Well, I, I'll, I can't speak for Jack, but I can tell you my case, my wife runs the show. I think most married guys know what I'm talking about. 780-496-0063. Brendan, where are we going? We're going to Andy S. And uh, just talking about the last two minutes of that game on Saturday night. Here you go. All right, Andy, what do you got? Hey, Bob and Brendan, uh, Andy, the carpet guy. I just want to put a quick plug in for Ashley Fine Floors, uh, best flooring shop in Edmonton. I love the game. There you uh, go. I love the game so much that uh, I watched more of it last night. I got home and uh, I taped the games and uh, fantastic game. But those last couple minutes, Bob, I wasn't happy with Matt Kachuk. Uh, one, I think he crossed the line taking on uh, our rookie, Ethan Bear, although I thought Ethan was, was really strong and held his own. What, were, what really bothered me were those uh, those right hands he threw at Haas at the end of the game. The game's over. Uh, our guys all alone. We got three guys in there pounding away. And uh, I've just got a couple questions, Bob, because uh, he did get uh, a misconduct for that. Should he get a suspension? And the other question would be, uh, will the Oilers uh, look at uh, uh, revisiting Matthew Kachuk? All right, Andy, thank you for the call. Uh, well, I don't think there's a chance he's getting a suspension, so let's establish that. Um, no way he gets suspended for that. And I thought Ethan, you know, it's funny, I had a different perception. I know for a fact what happened, because I talked to Ethan after the game. Kachuk asked him for a fight, and Ethan said, all right, let's go. And I think Ethan did fine in the fight. And if anything... My guess is the Ethan Bear fans just increased. They loved him even more because he went toe-to-toe with Matthew Kachuk. And for all the uh, comments out there, like Kachuk isn't in Zach Cassian's weight class, is Ethan Bear? I mean, that's his first NHL fight. I think Ethan told me he had three fights in junior. That's his first NHL fight. I thought Ethan did great. Uh, Kachuk gave a couple shots at the end of the game there to, to Haas. Haas jumped back into the mix. Nothing wrong with that. Now, he's not getting suspended, and he is going to be a villain. So we just need to establish that. If you're an Oilers fan, you're not going to like Matthew Kachuk. You would have loved him if he's on your team. He's a hell of a player. Um, I'm not sure that he always, put it this way, I think his teammates know how good he is. And I bet you if they ask, if you, if they, if you ask them quietly away from the rink, off the record, would you prefer if he just focused on playing instead of getting involved in the crap on the ice? Most of them would tell you he just needs to play. Uh, out of Vermilion, Alberta. Bob, thanks for your show. Uh, you are all in for our team, our town, and our, our province. I love it. Can Escott put the game on Saturday night on podcast? I agree. Jack Michaels is a rock star. What a game for my regular uh, listener in Vermillion. Uh, Brendan, we'll reopen up the phone line, 780-496-0063. Next one goes to Craig and Darwell. You got him right now. Hey, Craig, how, you how are you? Oh, <laughs> still, still spinning around that one. <laughs> Good game. Oh, I figured that was Good gonna, game. That was, what did you like about it the most? Uh, well, the fact that we beat him. And uh, beat them handily. Um, yep. My first first thoughts are uh, to Dave Tippett. Finally, um, um, gel and mold these boys. I've been a I've been a fan since '79, and uh, wow, just it had everything. And and I wish I could have listened to the game 
and watch it at the same time because I have I just have CBC and a couple other channels out here. But I took the advantage yep. watching CBC, and if I could get rid of that stupid seven-second delay, I'd uh, like to yep. hear Jack Michaels having a heart attack when when everything was going on. And I listened to the first well, five we'll, minutes. We'll, what we'll do there. for what we're gonna do. Yeah, what we'll do for you at about 1.40 today is we'll replay the line brawl call, the, the one-minute line brawl call, because it was awesome. So we'll replay that one for you. You don't need to hear all the goals. There was eight of them. You know, <laughs> they were good. But, I know, uh, I know. No, I had it all, it. man. It, it, you know, just, just one more thing for fans to think about, okay? The Oilers had That's a pretty good, good team in 26... 26- yeah, 2016-17. Edmonton had a pretty good team. Yeah. I think Calgary was physically intimidated by Edmonton at that time. And the Oilers dominated the Flames during the regular season. Okay? Part of the reason why we had what we had here on Wednesday night and again on Saturday night is these two teams are pretty good. And neither of the two teams are scared of each other. So it adds to, and frankly, you know, Matthew Kachuk was a rookie in 2016. He's even a more established player. And he's kind of been the fire starter. Like, he's kind of got the guy that got this whole thing going. The guy you love to hate. Yep. Awesome stuff. Thanks for the call. Thank you for the broadcast, guys. Thanks a lot. 780-496-0063. Uh, <laughs> hey, Bob, what happened to Sirius Gord? Did he follow Dallas Aikens to Anaheim? Seems like he vanishes when the Oilers are a solid team. <laughs> That's funny. Bob, I have the 1984 Stanley Cup games recorded with Rod Phillips overdubbed onto the video. It is priceless. Um Marcel has texted the show on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. I remember Mark Messier went out and body checked Wayne Gretzky that severed the cord and set the tone for the Oilers in the 89-90 season. I can't wait for Lucic to uh, sever the cord just to make the Battle of Alberta and make it better. Uh, Yamamoto's the smallest guy on the team, yet he plays uh, big, uh, uses his body and his speed, checks and angles guys off. Can't wait for a sniper to join 4497. Go Oilers, go for Marcel. Well, and again, James Neal did not skate today. So much to uh, get to. We'll have some more text. We'll take a quick time. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm out, come back with our NHL injury report for James H. Brown, injury lawyers. This is Oilers Now. Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. 
Uh, welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer with you. It is 127 in Edmonton. To the Oilers Now Injury Report for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Uh, Buddy Robinson fell on James Neal in the game in Edmonton, and Neal has been out ever since. He basically got rolled on um, with a lower body issue. Did not skate again today uh, in Scottsdale, Arizona. I would say it'd be highly unlikely to play tomorrow. Elsewhere around the NHL, Brendan Escott back at the 630 Jet Studios. Panthers captain Alexander Barkov is out tonight versus Toronto. He's got a lower body issue day-to-day there. Habs forward Jonathan Duran getting closer but not quite ready to return from a 35-game absence as he recovers from wrist surgery. He did not travel with the Habs to New Jersey. Blue Jackets forward Alex Wenberg day-to-day with an upper body issue forced him out of the last game. And this is an interesting one here, Bob. Chris Kreider suffering an upper body issue of his own he left the Rangers last game but I bet you they're going to be real careful with that asset yeah is it an asset are they going to sign him or are they going to trade him that's going to be the big question there here's what we're going to do we're going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson at 1.45 today, Brendan Escott's going to have a sit-down conversation with the head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Brad Lauer. They lead the way in the Eastern Conference of the WHL standings. they got a lot of... Uh, they don't got anybody that's sort of in the top five in scoring, but they got a lot of guys contributing offensively. I think they got 12 guys with double-digit goals right now to the Oil Kings. So Brad Lauer coming up at 145. At 140, we're going to replay Jack's fight call. Uh, I got a ton of texts I want to fit in here as well. We'll get to those. But again, off to a global news weather traffic update, Kevin Robertson. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.